What time are you waking up every day, Killian? 3.15 a.m. Oh, my Jesus. She's a psycho. Psycho, dude. What time do you start training? 4 a.m. I had to bring it up. People need to know. Sometimes 3.45 if I'm quick with the dogs. Why? It is impossible to anticipate where the two monsters which suddenly appeared in the Atomi area will attack next. If your power goes out, remain calm. Oh, my God. One, and we're back. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in today to episode 10, decade mark, of the First Sip podcast. Today, we are fired up. We have Killian Riggs in the studio, the co-founder of X Training, which is a small group fitness studio. Um, My wife goes there and is absolutely in love with it, so much so that she has brought Killian into my life um, aggressively because Killian is a vibrant personality. Um, But we are excited to have her sitting down with us today. Uh, We're going to talk about health, wellness, and just being a savage, which is what Killian is. So, Killian. You sound like we got to talk about Killian in the business game, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what's up, well, guys? Killian is money Killian. moves. <laughs> yep, yep. Gotta make money moves. Yeah. I'm a hustler. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, we should all be. This, this is, this, we're about to get into it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Bert, let's start off right. What you sipping on over there? So, I actually have a different drink than you guys because I was late. <laughs> um, so, I picked up a KITU Super Coffee with protein oh, and... Say, say it again. Spell it again. Is it KITU? T-U. Kitu. 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 Kitu Super Coffee okay. with protein and MCT oil. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, um, MCT it's oil. interesting. You know, I don't really know nothing about MCT oil, but people say it's supposed to be Do good you know for you. About it? No, I think it's good for your brain, though. No? I feel sharp right now. I think it has to do with... Dialed. The, I think it has to do with the triglycerides. You have no idea what a triglyceride <laughs> is. <laughs> That's what I be telling you. You know, you just read a couple things sometimes and you just try to go with it. What about you guys? Killing, what are we sipping on today? Um, oh, God. What is the word we're going with here? Uh, La Colombe. <laughs> guys, okay. Disclaimer. We practice this a lot. We did. We don't know if it's actually start. comment on Instagram if it's Colum- Colombe. How are they going to comment? Columba. We know how to read the word. We need them to say it. No, or is we, it La Colombe? Somebody send us a video on how to say La Colombe. Colombe. Yeah, please. Columbe. Send that over for us. Yeah, DM. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Maybe we had too much caffeine because we off to a hot start. <laughs> I think yeah, so. Yeah, we're coming like... gates hot. Hot today. <laughs> hot. I'm ready. Let's get into yeah, it. Let's yeah, while well, the fire's hot, Killian, why don't you give everyone an overview of what X Training is, but first, why you started it and how you and John got going. All right. Um, so, X Training, we are a group fitness uh, studio, so we focus on strength and conditioning. It's a full program um we do a lot of personal training as well john and i my fiance um when we first met he's actually what got me into training i uh originally am a licensed massage therapist and i was more sports focused i loved working out um then i met john and fell in love with strength training and just recovery and we just traveled and studied together. We went to seminars and we just wanted to bring the best of the best of training in group fitness to like the Philly Burbs. Um, So I really think like what we have is you can't find in this area. Um, Like we would go to New York and be like, "Why why don't we have something like this? You know, in the Burbs, in Philly, I don't understand. Um, So our main goal is to just really um, I guess give more of like a personal training feeling in a group setting. Um, we're really on people. It's not just like you come in and work out, you know, you go to all these group fitness classes and it's like just random reps of different exercises and there's no really rhyme or reason. Um, so we wanted people to get results in a group setting. So, so I've taken a class before. <clears throat> it was brutal. I'm actually in the promo video also. You are. I am. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm in the promo video. Yeah. Um, why don't you, you got to harp on though, your method behind the style of training because it's so different than strength and conditioning, what we would do, like the bro workout in a gym. So why, like you got to talk about that um, first because it's, it's crazy what you guys do. <laughs> No, we lift, we lift heavy and we, but we also put in a mix of just like, like hit training. Um, you know, we, we want to see you get strong, but also 
like be able to go do a sprint on a concept two ski erg mm-hmm. and for time and get better each week. Um, we only allow a certain amount of people in a class enough that like John and I can both be there and on you. We don't want you to just be a number in that group. Mm-hmm. So um, our classes are pretty badass, I must say. We really yeah. have worked really hard um, to make it different. Um, you really just got to come experience it, yeah. <laughs> I have to say. That's pretty cool. Because um, before we were talking about how it's more of like what functional training. Yeah. It's not like you just go to like... I go to LA Fitness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. see people kind of just go through the motions. You know, you're there. Okay, pick up a couple weights, go mm-hmm. through your reps. Or if you're going to take a fitness class, right, you might sit there and, once again, you might just sign your name up on the sheet, mm-hmm. go to the class, go through it each and every week, but you're not yeah. really getting closer to anything. Right. You might be involved in a group, but are you closer to your goal? Right. And I want to know every single person's goal. Yeah. You know, I want to know, like, you want to get more explosive in your upper body. All right, so... Mm-hmm. Um, it's a full body program, so you, you will naturally get there, but I will know that you, let's push weight with your upper body, like, let's get you stronger in this. Um, and that makes it different than a lot of these group fitness places in general. I, we have dumbbells to hex bars to barbells and turf. We've got the sleds. Like, we have a lot of fun in there, so, but people are crushing it. They're, um, seeing results and they know exactly why they're doing what they're doing just like any other real program um so i just think it's important to follow a program yeah, yeah. What, what are the benefits to the the functional training style so like like when you're doing bird dog rows on instagram and if mm. anyone doesn't know what that is killing can break it down uh, <laughs> those are those are the kind of things you guys are doing what's the benefit to absolutely that other, like the pec deck yeah, other than the pec deck. Love the pec deck. Um, because pec-tech. it's full body. It's it's not just like crushing weight. Um, and that's what a lot of people do. They're just getting beat into the ground, like either just crushing those weights or uh, just tons of burpees. Mm-hmm. Like we want you to slow down, find stability within your core, like a bird dog row. Um, it's so much more in your core than just banging out some, some bent over rows. Um, there's the stability part, the single-sided um, sure. strength stuff. Um, yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Like, so I think that's where it's important, though, to have a program that you're following. Right? 100%. So like, at a certain point when you're following the program, we'll start pointing out those weaknesses. Yes. That if you just continue to go through the gym and just you're saying, all right, I'm just going to crush weights, what we did for our first what year two ten years three <laughs> till today Since you know in this and you might going. see results but you're not going to see results unless you're really following like a, a yeah. true structured program or even worse you might hurt yourself or you might hurt yeah. yourself like we are so big on form mm-hmm. and how you move and mastering the movement before you add weight because you could be strong you might come in and you might be able to lift that but can you lift that properly can mm-hmm. you lift that without losing that form because so what we like to harp on is let's master that movement, then let's add weight, you know, and get stronger in that. And honestly, it's repeating the same basic, simple exercises a million times over until the day you die. Yeah, you know, that's, that's the point, though, where people are going to hear They're going to be like, ah, here we right. go again. With, they're going to bring up discipline. They're going to bring up following something. I don't want to do that. Yeah, but you got to educate. Like, you yeah. can go to, like, these Barry's Boot Camp type places, and mm-hmm. they're not educating you. They're You're coming in. You're getting a good sweat, a good burn, good music, fun vibes. But, like, okay, then what? Like... What was the reasoning behind what you just did? Yeah. Um, is that going to get you anywhere closer to your goal, like you said? Like, you really need to do the most simple movements over and over again and get disciplined at that. Um, and there's people you just have to educate on that. I, I'm really just against, like, these random boot camp classes at this mm-hmm. point. Um, and I think that the more that we have taught our clients, the more that they, that's why they're there. Yeah. You know, we've retained our clientele because of that. What time are you waking up every day, Killian? 3.15 a.m. Oh, my Jesus. Jesus, psycho. Jesus. Oh psycho, dude. What time you start training? 4 a.m. I had to bring it up. People need to know. Sometimes 3.45 and if I'm quick with the dogs. Why? So why? <laughs> um, so... Mornings are always my favorite in general. 
and my it's like my quiet time my workout is like meditation to me um and my training starts at 5 a.m i work all day long and um i had to prioritize myself so it is my time um everyone else is sleeping you know so i know that by that time i get a full hour workout in and i'm ready to go Dude, you should see her on Instagram posting before, like, everyone's even two hours awake. Like, when she's some people are going burpees. to bed. She's doing burpees. Some people are going to bed. Some people are going to bed. Yeah, she's doing burpees. <laughs> that is right. so, something else. So, you got the wedding coming up. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yes. you are in full wedbod mode right now, I right? am in full wedbod mode, so, yeah. So, wedbod mode is kind of similar to summer bod mode. Without a doubt. Right? Got to get right. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, a lot of pictures to l- take. What? What are you doing right now? Because you're, you're lean. You're lean and mean. I'm lean. Um, How'd you get there? So I followed a program. Okay. Um, a training program, one, which is num- which is so important. Like, mm-hmm. stop program hopping. That is, like, the biggest issue. Um, so we're... Okay. I'm like, let me get into mm-hmm. this. Uh, I could get really into it with the yeah. whole program thing. Um, but, yeah, stick to a program. Um I am very strict on macros now, and that's super important because it's not just your training, it's what you're putting in your body. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am watching my carbs, protein, and fat every day, and that has made a difference. It's made me, it's even made my workouts better. Like understanding what you need for you to have enough energy to burn mm-hmm. just makes all the difference. Like I know if I was maybe low on carbs one day and then I go into the gym and I have a shit workout, um, it's most of the time it's because of what I ate or what I or, or what I lack of what I ate. Um, so that has just been like a huge game changer in uh, my body composition. I love breaking down the macro talk. I mean, we kind of touched on the conversation with Alex when she was here, mm-hmm. you know, how each person has, they really have to understand their body, understand, like you were saying, what fuels, what fuels your fire. And if you start looking at it that way, you'll start seeing those improvements in your workouts in your body and your composition. And then yeah. it just changes everything. It's life changing. It really is life changing. <laughs> it's also not a diet. No. Um, like I'm working with a couple of my clients who mm-hmm. I'm like, get out of that whole us women have been taught wrong our entire life like mm-hmm. do a million hours of cardio cut carbs like mm-hmm. i am so over that like yeah. let's eat carbs let's eat what what our body needs to give us energy to burn to mm-hmm. like and then refuel it with food to make us just feel our best like there's no reason uh, with macros, like it's flexible dieting. Yeah. Like you can just do it as a lifestyle. And once you understand why you're eating certain things, it's like you can't go back from that. Were you victim? Were you, I know you're like super knowledgeable, but were you victim to like the false stigmas that are out there for women? Like you of yourself course. before you got this coach? And, of and course. You- I mean, even though I knew, it's so hard to break that. You know, I, for, all through high school and college, like that was just the way that I lost, like that I stayed lean was like, I ate grilled chicken and broccoli every day and nothing else. Like, and I did literally a million like hours of cardio plus my strength training. But like, so even though I knew it's just so hard to break that habit. And I find that that's what I'm having trouble with, with my own clients is just like teaching them that it's okay to eat. You know, I've, I had recently a woman, she was hysterically crying she's like I've never ate this much my entire life Mm -hmm. I'm so scared to get on the scale like she was so nervous and she got on the scale at the end of the week she was four pounds lighter you know like but she was starving herself and the body's super cool like the body is so cool (laughs) that it literally like stores fat to protect you if it's starving you know I think you said it before though people lack education in, in a lot of these things and I don't know if it's from you know the things that they've experienced in their life, maybe a cult cultural differences, you know, that they might experience, but it is something that you hear from a lot of people and they latch onto this narrative and say, Oh, I can't do this because it'll have me looking this way. Or I heard from this person that I shouldn't work out heavy because then I'll be bulky. Or do you see, you know, that person in the gym, I don't want to start working out and get all big, you know? And I'm like, yeah, first off, let's take it 10 steps back. (laughs) Yes. Do you know what that person has to do to get to that point? You know, do you understand how, 
if you start eating these things, how it will really start affecting your body, or are you just really going off of every other story that somebody else is telling you? And it's confu- it's confusing it, it, with it's Instagram. So confusing. At like, there oh, are yeah, so many that, oh. people out there telling you what they think you should be doing, and it people can get lost, you know. And to stay on that point too, I think with you know we talk about social media a lot, but then it's. It's kind of crazy how when you have a trainer or somebody who's incentivized just to give you information that kind of lines their pocket, how that can really mess you up. Yeah. So you might go to a trainer on social media and say, oh, I'm looking to lose weight. And they'll be like, okay, well, you know, this is what I've told 20 other people to do. So you do the same exact thing. Yeah. And we'll check back in in three months from now. Like, okay. And you follow that. You mess up your your gut. You mess up your body. You mess up your mind. Like, there's so much that you set back. Because you trusted in somebody who really just wanted a couple hundred dollars mm-hmm. out of you. And now you don't know what to do. And now you're afraid to take the next step, maybe with the next trainer or the nutritionist, because Absolutely. you're like, is this person going to throw me off like the last person did? Yeah, where do spinning I, your wheels. You know, and I think that's where, you know, the credibility really comes into where it's like, how do I find somebody who really does, like you were saying before about your, your group uh, classes, like, how do I find somebody who cares about me enough that they're not just going to lead me astray? hundred percent. Yeah. I was going to say that that's like a great tie back to your philosophy at X training yeah. and how you, that's, mm-hmm. that's cool that you said that you wanted, you want to know each person's goal mm-hmm. before they walk yeah. in and that's how you maintain your clientele. Yeah. So touching on X training then, what was COVID like, like to pivot the conversation a little bit? How was it being a small <sighs> business owner yeah. throughout COVID and a gym, right? That ground zero we everyone got, thought we got hit hard with with those restaurants you yeah, know yes so so what was it like uh, um <sighs> it was tough it was really I, I mean it was there were some dark moments um you know but I have worked hard my entire life so when they were like you need to close your business this is a Friday and I'm like I can't not work. I don't even know how to do that. So I'm like, all right, well, we're going to continue business online as is Monday morning, you know, and we just did that. And I made sure every client had a set of dumbbells. I know Albert, you and yeah, Alex came himself. and yep. picked up weights yeah, we from did. our, we, we gave Appreciate out weights that. from our mm-hmm. house, our gym. I made sure everyone had something and we stayed on program. Like I obviously we just adapted and I have a lot of friends in the industry and people I know just who were either too scared to adapt or they just didn't know how and, um, you know, and they didn't, they didn't really survive. And that's, and that's hard for, for me to see, but we hustled. It was uncomfortable. (coughs) It was very uncomfortable and scary and we didn't know what we were doing, but we just, we did the damn thing, you know? Um, but I'm like, we're happy that we're here. We've learned so much during this time. Mm-hmm. How, how long were you guys strictly Zoom? Um, we were strictly Zoom for probably two and a half months. I think that's correct, right? I don't know. I don't know. Until about June. At June, we were okay. back open. So that March, April, May. Yeah, about mm-hmm. maybe three months. Um, and we're still teaching Zoom because we have people from like different states that are like, our clientele now and yeah you could probably reach so many more people oh my god we reached people from new york we had a girl in germany training with mm, us no way. yeah and it's all word of mouth um you and see, Bert, that's cool this is why we have listeners in korea we do we have listeners in you korea. do we're about to what's have, up korea we're, see we're about to have people training with you from yeah, korea yeah, let's okay. do it let's we're gonna do get it. a couple okay. korean people on the zoom listen go. i'm in like yes. anyone can join us and it's this we keep it very on pace so like even when our clients in studio travel mm-hmm. like they just hop on a Zoom on a, during a Zoom class. So we actually never lose, and people don't lose from our program. That's the uh, a really cool thing that uh, we talked about this a lot over over the past year with businesses in general. Uh, I work in banking, um, so basically, you come to me. You know, you want me to manage your accounts. I'll sit there. We'll talk about a lot of that stuff, right? And talking to a lot of business owners over the past year, you saw a clear divide, like you just said. Some people were able to pivot. And hustle, right? I call it that. It's like either you're exactly a hustler that. or you're not, right? Yeah, adapt exactly or die. That. Yeah. Adapt or and, die. And for some sure. people, Straight some up. people. I mean, it was. It's crazy how they could be within the same industry and see other people doing these things that they can do themselves, but they're like, ah, no, I'm afraid to do that, or I don't know how to how to go about doing this. And instead of asking the questions, they just kind of sat still and just waited, waited, waited for something to come about. And it's like that's not going to happen. Yeah. Or if you do wait, it's going to be too late. Yeah. 
But then the people who did pivot, right? Mm -hmm. Like you said, you start doing virtual classes, you start building your clientele, even throughout a pandemic. Yeah. Well, other people were sitting there saying like, oh, I can't do that. Yeah. And we've seen other people in the fitness industry who've made that same type of pivot. And it's like, you are still just as successful as you were before, or even more successful now. Or even more, yeah. And that's crazy to think. In the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. I think we had our highest, like our best month Mm -hmm. since we ever opened our gym in general during Mm -hmm. COVID. No way. Was that that last month? (laughs) No. Uh, uh, Well, yes, kind of. Yeah. Um, But no, it was actually like in the middle of the summer. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it was maybe July. It was just because we had now people in studio on Zoom all different locations we um it just was insane and we're like how is this happening you know um and we watch business owners next door Mm -hmm. with this in the same industry and you know complaining and like not i'm like you could be doing what we're doing it's not that hard like it's not it's really not like just do it copy us like or like you said ask questions like i want to help everybody as Mm -hmm. well because it's been tough. I mean, shout out to every business owner yeah. out there. Um, this time, this year has been like brutal. Mm-hmm. What has the uh, like the protocols been like in the gym for you guys? I know you, Alex said you guys were like masked up and yeah. everyone in the studio. Now you got the bigger facility. Now I got cool. the bigger facility. Ooh, yes. Nice. Yeah, they moved, got it. Dude, they got a nice. Moving on nice. up. Mm-hmm. Moving on up. You guys got to come check it so out. So what? Everyone's just staying distanced, I guess. Everyone's still staying distance. We have the classes still at a smaller size. Um, wearing a mask. Um, How do you wear the mask on the ski erg? People you are know, dying. People or are you are know dying. someone's going to pass out, right? What? People are dying. <laughs> yeah. Or the, like, the, the assault bike. Or the assault bike. No. But guess what? People are conditioned. We've got some badass people. You do. Um, I believe, yeah. Especially like, women. Our women are like insane. And they're like the perfect example of you don't get bulky when you lift heavy because all of our women are mm-hmm. strong. Yeah. They're lifting weights and they're leaner than ever. Like, it's insane. I love seeing it. It's awesome. So that's, so then, I think the long story short, the stigma is not true, right? Lifting weights as a woman, you're not going to get. That myth needs to die. It needs to die. <laughs> yeah. And I'm happy, like, I feel like more, well, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't no, know because I, still I feel get, like in my mm-hmm. bubble, yeah, like in my bubble, I feel like people bubble. get that. But then outside of it, like when I go to the office and I start having conversations with people who want to get into fitness, who might be following a diet, who might be doing the keto diet for the 30th time. And I'm like, please stop, start eating carbs again. And it's just this education just isn't breaking through. It's not. I I thought it was like I had a lot of women in their 40s and 50s mm-hmm. stuck on that. And I'm like, OK, I understand that. Like, I'm going to continue to educate. But no, I've got 20 year olds coming to me being like yeah. who are naturally thin. And they're like, I'm not picking that up because I don't want to get bulky. And I'm like, I promise you. <laughs> You will not own. First of all, it's nearly impossible for a woman to bulk up by lifting heavy. Mm. We're we have twenty times less testosterone than men, and testosterone is the primary hormone for muscle growth. I think like people just see like the pump, like in the gym, they see that gym pump, and they're like, "Am I gonna be stuck like that forever?" Yeah. Like, no, like you don't get like. I wish I could keep a bicep <laughs> pump once I leave the gym. Sure, dude. Five minutes out the door. So, gone so low boy mode we can't talk about that low it's, boy mode you got any programs for that because <laughs> i've tried following something but it's just not we'll come back to that later yeah. but, um, we actually should talk to her about arm growth because i have none me neither we listen you guys should be you should be on my program right now. i'm not gonna lie what oh man we're gonna have to cut that we're gonna have to cut that part out back back to the the women going to the gym right after this back to the women so you said there is constant repetition what what are the the constant repetitions that you think people should know like what are what are common movements that people should know that just make you better listen because you guys do harp on like the same 10 yes and what are they okay so listen squat hinge lunge press and pull Mm. that is it five five not even ten that's it like i have nothing else for you like master them in all different variations what feels good for you um if just there's a million different variations of each one of those and just like do that i mean forever um and get stronger at them and and you will see so much change (laughs) 
Eat your protein, lift some weights, girls. It's so true. Like, because I've taken people through some of those basic movements before just saying like, okay, let's just, you want to get into the gym. Let's just start by having you squat. Can you get down to a proper squat position? No. Okay. Well, let's go through this repetition a couple more times day after day after day and see how you're feeling now. Now they come back to you like, man, listen, I'm moving better. I, I went for a little bit of run today. Yes. All of this just because you're dropping into a squat position. Oh my God. And I love that you said to run because I have people that are runners mm-hmm. that are constantly getting hurt. And then they come in to mm-hmm. me and I'm like, hmm, let's get your, let's get you strong. And then they get strong with me by lifting a ton of weights. And then they go out for a run. They're like, wow, I've never ran faster. faster. I mm-hmm. don't have any knee pain anymore. I don't have any hip pain anymore. It's like wild. Yeah. But it's not. It's like... Because you think about it, any like professional runner or track athlete, if I'm thinking about a sprinter, they know that weight training is a big part of their of their routine. Huge. You know what I mean? Like you look at some of the best runners in the world, their legs are crazy developed. And you're not totally. doing that for running miles and miles and miles every day, people. I promise you, they're not. <laughs> yeah. You ever see Usain Bolt's training plan? I have not. I'm going to see you a YouTube video. I I'm not built like that. Well, we got a race coming up this summer, so we're going to let people know about, about that. We're going to let them know, <laughs> no, but um, no. we got to get you right. Wait, can I be a part of this? Race? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. You, you got to hit the track with me. You want it? Did you ever do the, the burpee mile? Uh, yes, I did. I just did no it. No way. I just did it in burpee September. You the got, broad you got, jump burpee mile, can I tell you? Yes. With two men. I'd beat both of them. So tell everyone what Love that, that is. Tell everyone what that is because that Let is them know. crazy. Just so you know. Break it down. So um, you literally are doing a broad jump, dropping into a burpee, coming right up, and into a next broad jump for an entire mile. Yes. And I can't, gosh, I wish I knew my time. I think it was like, it was definitely less than an hour and a half. I think an hour 15 I did it. Maybe less. My heart would explode. Yeah, I'll find 100%. out. No, you guys. Have... How how sore were you? Can I tell you, I was, I wasn't that sore. No, I wasn't that sore. But I have to say, my lower back was a little. Mm. But that's Cooked. only because I was. By the time you start getting a little fatigued, mm-hmm. you're just you're not jumping like you're not landing soft on on your feet anymore. Nope. But I remember I was like, I would just see, I would look over and the guys would be like just face planted on the turf, just like laying just... down after the during their burpees, and I was like. What is going on, guys? Like, let's go. I was, like, screaming. It was so great. I swore that John was going to beat me. Uh, I'm, I'm I killed sorry. him. I would have bet against I, I would have bet him. against you. I would have bet on John. <laughs> I 100% would have. Her, her husband, uh, well, soon-to-be husband. Yeah. Her soon-to-be husband finishes, like, top one on the Peloton treadmill when he does top runs. Top one. Like, number one. Dude, yeah. that is, it's crazy what this dude can do. I can't believe Jesus. you beat him. I beat him. You did? Yeah. He likes to say it's because of my height, because he's 6'2", I'm 5'2". Wouldn't that help him with the broad jump? Yeah, his jumps are with the jump. 10 times heavier. With the jump, but the but burpee. I'm, burpee? I'm quicker, though. Brother, I'm like burpee, more... having to get down there? That's far. I hate burpees. Yeah. You know yeah. how far that... Well, you don't know how far that is, because... I don't got to go down far. You don't yeah, that's... Down see? Down see? That's you see? Like... That's it. That's it. That's, he says we uh, we have a competition with our steps every day. Okay. And I'll be like, yo, you're like, how come you're like 3,000 steps l- lower than mm-hmm. me? And he'll be like, walk there and walk Exa- back. And he'll be <laughs> like, you. you just made 12 more steps <laughs> than me with, with those little feet. I'm like, yo, that is not That's fun. Awesome. That is not funny. <laughs> um, have you gotten any updates on like when, I don't know, because you're a business owner, so I don't know. I mean, one... When are masks going to go away? Have you heard anything or is that a thing? Well, is that current, a thing in the gym community? Um, well, currently, like, we are actually in a position of our clientele is very, it's big, but it's small. Like, mm-hmm. we know everybody and we have a lot of, um, so people are already vaccinated um, mm-hmm. in our gym. Um, a lot of them double vaccinated and they're, so right now, um, I'm, John and I are both vaccinated. So when we're with our clients that are also vaccinated, because the CDC came out and said, mm-hmm. you can be around yep. with people that are vaccinated, um, they don't have to wear a mask. Uh, I mean, we're obviously still, like, we have the doors open, we have air purifiers um, running, and we're as careful as can be. But I would like to see that once more people are vaccinated and just, we're just, like, moving forward, I would like to get rid mm-hmm. of these masks in our gym. And yep. everyone, though, is very... Um, respectful of John and I as well you know even in the thick of the pandemic if they traveled they would um, make sure they got a test they would wait the 14 days before they came in and they'd hop on zoom you know so um, 
hopefully for us, we won't have to wear masks for much longer. Yeah, and Bert, I told you I made a couple calls. You know, I talked to the governor. We we good by May. You don't know the governor. Memorial Day. You don't know. The I I told you I made a couple calls. Don't, don't worry know. about who I called. Just you don't know the governor. I got to the governor. May we good? <clears throat> you don't know the governor. Fingers crossed. So so um one other thing I wanted you to talk about is your guys like philosophy behind um the like energy that you have in the gym because you know when she's teaching like a Zoom. I can hear killing across my house. Okay. Alex is listening. Um, <laughs> nice. So, so what? What's your? What, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. What, well, what's to the be fair, I'm the middle child of five. I have to be mm, loud. Okay. okay so. <laughs> I get that. No, but um. You're a middle <clears throat> child too, right? I am. Damn, I'm so am I. Child. Yeah. Look at oh, us. Look at us. Okay. Look at us. Middle child syndrome. You, you know? there's something to that? <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Damn, you gotta have somebody is. break that down for us. Yeah, for sure. Um, next podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, our philosophy is really like to motivate and keep people in it. I am, I am like crazy on people. Like I don't miss a beat. I see you from like the corner of the room. You can't hide from me. I make sure you are going at your hardest. You can't slack off around me. I don't care if you're on Zoom. I'll be like, no, 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 no. Get back. Where are you going? Get get back in this room. Like, cause people are like literally would like leave the room, and I'm like, where are you going? Um. So we're just, we're really good at just like paying attention to people and making sure everybody is moving well, they're staying motivated because motivation comes and goes. So we mm-hmm. want to keep people disciplined and um, I really, really enjoy seeing people succeed and seeing them get results. So um, I'm really on people. <laughs> like I will text you, I will call you, <laughs> I'll be like, where have you been? <laughs> They're like, yo, it, like, yeah. yeah. It's like what, um, it's like when we had uh, Coach Twig on, you know, it comes down to somebody who really cares. You know yeah. what I mean? If people see that you care, then mm-hmm. they're going to want to work harder for you. So they're not going to want to slack totally. off. And after a while, you start buying into that culture, you buy into that mindset. Totally. And it just becomes easier for them. And then other people start latching onto it because yeah. you don't want to be the odd one out. Think about when we used to train in the gym back in high school. And oh, yeah. all the guys would be in there and there would be that one person in the corner just slacking off and oh god don't get called out it's like don't let you you don't want to get if called you out get by called, me. that's does. what i'm saying like that's if what you she get, does like it's a legitimate fear still to this day like <laughs> I, I go into the gym and i still tell my no way you're gonna see me slacking like, not no if way. i walked in either no. <laughs> no, and that's certain, good you're conditioned yeah exactly and people expect when people expect you to train at a certain level right like yeah. think about it yeah if i was to walk in the gym and you were training, I would probably expect you to be training at a certain level. A hundred percent. Because if I catch you slacking, you're going to be like, ah, damn. This you is- will never catch me slacking. I have always been instilled mm. this way. My dad was a boxer and he would make me like train with him. Mm, okay. Like I would be at LA Fitness on the Stairmaster mm. with a trash bag on my over my sweats yeah. and I would be sweating out and my dad would be like, don't worry about anybody <laughs> else. Don't worry. Just go, just grind. And I'm like, all right, dad, let's go. I'm That's like awesome. 12 years old. So like I... I just have always been like, work your hardest, be the hardest person, like hardest worker in the room. Mm. I can't say that. Um, And I I want that for everybody else. Like I want to give to everyone the same type of coaching that I need Mm. in my own personal training. So, yeah, we talked about that too before. Um, And if you want to, you know, tell us a little bit more about it. Like, how do you think your external coaching, you know, you're like, you're like growing up, you know, maybe like from your dad, the things that he taught you, like how has that helped you become who you are now? Um, oh my God, in so many ways, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, he's just making you like a hard worker. I, like it really depends on um, how you grew up. Mm-hmm. It, you know, I, I find that um, that's just how I got into training. I felt comfortable going into the gym. Um some people that weren't athletes or just never were taught like as kids to like work out it's so hard for them to understand like you I have people coming out of college being like I am 20 pounds heavier since high school I have no idea what to do when I go to the gym but you know they were never an athlete they never grew up like learning how to train and Mm -hmm. um so it's super cool to see like there's like a gym in Texas I saw and like PE class sixth graders all lifting weights no way. really yeah i'll show you after it's like super cool and I, i'm like i could have cried mm-hmm. watching it because you know strength training as a kid does not stun growth <laughs> as yeah. everyone that's, that's another myth. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. i think that's what happened to me what i started strength training 
That's that's what you think happened? I think that's it. You don't I, think it I got was anything on, to do with genetics? No, I think I was on pace for like You a don't think genetically speaking that you were just meant to be shorter? It was strength training. You know, like how I got taller people in my family yeah. and like how we all it was tend to be training. a little bit taller? I think it was strength training. I'm gonna talk to your dad about that one. Mm-hmm. We'll ask him. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. So you're also a masseuse, though. Yes. You split your time up. Yes. What's What's wrong with um, What's wrong with my posture? What's going on? <laughs> last that rounded, last the, you can say everything. The rounded uh, thoracic spine you've got going on Dude, right now. La- you need to sit back. The reason I brought that up. So we went out to dinner. Um, me, Alex, her fiance, and two other people. And mm-hmm. she's she looks at me. She I was telling her that my lower back hurts. Like well, you sit like that all the and time. She look <clears throat> and she looks at me and she goes, "Yeah, your shoulders are touching your ears right now." <laughs> he sits like He's that like all rounded day. like. That's not true. Uh, it's he sits oh, like no. that all the time. All right, so if as, as a masseuse, thank you. As a masseuse, what 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 should someone like me who has like crazy, constant lower back pain be mm-hmm. focusing on, or even a, I mean a trainer? Um, well, good posture one, um, and your hip hip mobility is huge. I don't care who you are, it's not your lower back that's your lower back is it's not the problem it's mm-hmm. your hips it's your legs it, there's so many areas it's not what it where the pain is you what know? did i say last week on your balcony what What's people that? don't move their hips enough no. nope Nobody they do not. that's it it's just not it's um I, we're also a mobility specialist and i've studied this um, for years it's insane it's just moving your hips it mm-hmm. could be as simple as being on all four and doing hip circles within your hip joint just to give it movement like the joints need to move mm-hmm. properly like we are either a sitting in crap positions and or we're just like crushing weight on our body yep. and not doing anything it's not even just stretching it's like creating blood flow and proper movement within the joint that matters especially mm-hmm. our shoulders our hips our knees our ankles it's all so important i remember somebody comparing it to like if you had like if you thought of your joints and your body as like a block of clay right and if every day you just put like a weight a five pound weight on top of it and then another weight on top of it yeah and then more and then more and then more that's what we're doing in our body when we go to work and we sit down for eight hours a day. Mm-hmm. Then you go to the gym and it's like, okay, let me do seated shoulder press and seated everything. And I'm going to continue to press my joints in more and more. Mm-hmm. Then you leave the gym. You don't stretch. You don't do any mobility work. No. You go home. You sit down even more. Now you go to bed. You wake up the next day tight. And then you go through the same training over and over and over. For years. And after a while, that ball of clay is just crushed. And you can't yeah. do anything with it. I love that. That's like a great analogy yeah yeah i love analogies when people say stuff to me like that i'm like whoa yeah i love i love analogies too (laughs) i need more of those Uh, all right so so be more mobile but you're also always posting videos online of foam rolling Mm. and stretching i know you're big like you even teach it you guys teach a class right yeah foam rolling is huge to me why it's creating blood flow within the muscles so you can be more mobile so you can lift more um it's it's almost like it's like a self-massage. It's the, the best. It's the best thing that you can do um, to make yourself feel good. Yeah, I mean, your oh muscle tissue needs it. It needs to be worked on. It needs to be rolled out. Um, sometimes I like, I do it as my warm-up before, my, before I lift. Mm-hmm. Um, just to wake things up and get the... Get the blood flow moving. Get everything activated. Yeah, totally. that, that was going to be a question. When when should we be at foam rolling, or should it just be like? Because I, I know you're a huge proponent of it. Just, Always. Oh, really? Always. Yeah. yeah. And, and what? Okay. And <laughs> what what should I be focusing on when foam rolling? Um, what are wherever you feel that you need it My the lower most? Back is your toast. lower back. So it's I would toast. say your glutes. Okay. Your IT band, quads hamstrings your entire mm. leg mm. uh most likely i'm not gonna lie i did my t band yesterday i almost threw up yeah <laughs> yeah but you have to I tell me did you feel lighter oh my gosh you killing you get up goes, and it is me. it's it is the best feeling every time after it oh my gosh especially if you got a good lacrosse ball in there and you just oh my and if you can give it a few minutes yeah you sit there it burnt you come you up just, just feeling breathe. like a new person and you just have to breathe you know i want to talk to you about that because I've been learning about that a lot the past year. Breath. Just breathing. You know what I mean? Really just focus on proper breathing, taking time throughout the day. You know what I mean? To have that release. Um, totally. Even going through your workouts. You know what I mean? Like making sure that you're doing these things properly. 
And it's something so I, I never really paid attention to because I guess, you know, uh, I'm breathing fine. You're just like bumping <laughs> out those pecs. Yeah. The, but the then the even when, yeah. But then even when you think about like your normal day to day life, right? Like yeah. how you might be taking on stress or when you're sitting, you know, like think, when we're sitting at the office all day and you're typing away on a computer. How much impact is being caused now on your rib cage and how that's affecting your breathing totally. throughout the day, right? And now you can't work out properly. You can't run properly. You can't do anything properly because your breathing yeah. is messed up. It's pretty incredible how many people don't know how to breathe. Yeah. Um, I don't know. People would tell you in class, in my classes or just in my private training in general, I'm always like, breathe, breathe while during their lifts. How, like, It's so important. I see people holding their mm-hmm. breath. As they are repping out weight. And it's like you... It's scary. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, like you said, in general... So my biggest thing is if I'm feeling stressful, everybody breathes in for five seconds, hold for five seconds, and then breathe out for five seconds. Wow. And I do that consistently until I feel relaxed again, especially if I'm feeling like very anxiety ridden. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll do that for about a minute or two and I immediately feel better. Mm-hmm. That's in, so cool. In a lift, when, when are the proper times to breathe? So you want to exhale on the lift itself. So, okay, so if I'm squatting, so if you're squatting, <laughs> you want to, when you're pressing away to breathe. Okay. To so when I'm standing back up, when you're standing back up. Yeah. Okay. And is, are my breathing on the way down? Like, this sounds mundane and simple, but there's a lot of people... No, like, I don't want everyone to be like, take a deep breath while you're going down into the spot. No, you're... Breathe normal, but (laughs) you want to make sure that you are letting out a nice big exhale as you are coming up out of that. Because it's going to help you... It's just going to help you lift better. Mm -hmm. It's going to help you get up better. Right. It's amazing how much more weight you can actually lift Mm -hmm. if you are breathing. Just breathe. Yeah. Yeah. But um, like you were saying, though... we talk about this a lot, having somebody else point out your cues right before you go in and you're doing your training. Yeah. Breathing is is a huge one. When I'm with someone in the gym and if I'm training with them, if I see them about to do a squat and they haven't taken a breath, they haven't done anything, I'll be like, wait. I'll be like, let's just do this movement with that before without any weight. Totally. Go through it. Go through your breathing. And at that point, you realize if you were to take that breath at the bottom or halfway coming up, yeah. It is going to make things 10 times harder on you. Oh, my gosh. Or you may not be able to stand back up, period. Totally. I, I, I see it all. I'll point it out, and they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe I was holding my breath that whole time. Mm-hmm. They're like, I didn't even notice I was holding my breath. I'm like, yeah, you, it's it's kind of wild. Yeah. So I always am breathing. Like, I'm, it's my biggest thing in the world. That's why a lot of my videos I have to, like, put music over because mm-hmm. it's like my breath is, like, so ridiculous. <laughs> so, in, so in foam rolling then, too, the same thing is just, like, a constant breathe calm yeah if you find like a sticking point where you're feeling like a point of pain it's normally a trigger point that you want to release so if you breathe and try to relax the rest of your body it will actually move and release um but when you're holding your breath and you're straining through other parts because that part hurts like even if you're getting a massage the Mm -hmm. same thing it's like breathe like relax your shoulders you have to like tell people that um just for them to be able to release the strained muscle tissue yeah you know, you know i was it's funny that we're talking about this because i was actually talking to my mom about this this morning about how some people get caught up in that fight or flight mode right your, your muscles your body just gets stuck into that constant stress environment so when you go to work out when you even go to have a massage you're not really relaxed you're sitting there, you're still all tensed up. It's like, ah, oh, that person's, you know, touching my back. They're touching my legs. Yeah. Can I really just sit here and just let everything go? Yeah. And it sometimes I think takes a couple sessions, uh, you know, totally. a, a lot of repetition for people to realize like, okay, this is how I'm really supposed to relax. This is what this is supposed to feel like mm-hmm. when I'm foam rolling and I hit that spot, you know, like right in my trap that I really just release that or did I just kind of bypass it or should I just sit there for a minute? breathe into it and then when you feel that little like yeah and it's like oh damn oh you'll know that's that's what they're talking about yeah Yeah. and it's like if if you know that like the first time when you ever got somebody just release a knot on your body and it's like 
what was that that I was walking around with? I literally. You're and it like, was one of the yeah. craziest yeah. feelings to think like, wait. Yeah. And then you start looking at other people who don't think about those things. Mm-mm. And it's like, wow, no, I see why you're so upset all the time. Uh, literally, I would be so upset. I would be so angry. Like, what? Like, literally, like my dad, like I'm like, dad, you need to get worked on. And he's like, what? But like, it's the constant pain he just lives in for the, his That's, whole life. Yeah. Like, like you said, you're trying to tell your mom that like, you can't teach people that are like older now. They're like, they never were like taught how how important rest and recovery are for just life mm-hmm. in general you know people are like oh like to be successful you should never sleep like no you need to go to bed you yeah. need to sleep to be successful okay that is the only way you're gonna be like clear-headed yeah. your best on point i mean it's so important especially yeah. for fat say, loss i feel like yeah that's something i definitely got from my mom too she has a way of just striking that balance between like working hard as hell but then listen when i'm done don't disturb me this is my time my self-maintenance like my self-care i'm getting myself right Mm -hmm. because she always says it like you can't you can't just stress yourself out kill yourself to take care of everything else to take care of everybody because who's going to take care of you totally 3 15 wake up what time you going to bed Oh my god, it's so embarrassing. We're towards the end of the day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Isn't it like soon? No, like literally, like I <laughs> am not going to lie. I, the daylight savings changed it a little bit because it's lighter later. But like when it was dark and I'm done by five, mm. I'm like, eat my dinner, shower, and I'm in bed by 630. Oh, my god. <laughs> but listen, I'm asleep, dead asleep. If I'm not dead asleep by 830 p.m., there's like I'm going to have a panic attack because I'm like strict on my seven to eight hours. Mm -hmm. Um, And I notice because I track my sleep every day, especially the past four months. What do you use? Um, No, just in general. Oh, just hours. I just watch my hours. Um, Mm -hmm. So I, it's not the last time you looked at your phone. I usually give myself about like even 20 minutes later. Mm -hmm. Um, But I... If I'm at like six hours, if I'm under seven hours, I see a huge difference in not only my weight. My weight is up by a, a pound or two. The next morning, mm. um, I'm just groggier. I, I'm not great. I'm not my best. Um, so it's so important. People just don't realize that, that you I need to that. go to bed. I get that. But you know, I wear a whoop. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Whoop. So yeah. listen, if y'all want to sponsor us, you know, send us three. Send us three of them. Yes. We'll rock them. Middle child. But, uh, yeah. They're great. I have a lot of people use that. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I got about five, what, five hours and 10 minutes of sleep last night. Oh, my God. And I got to take a nap because I know See? I'm not at 100% right now. Do, do you, are you right out of bed at 3.15? I am like jumped out of bed. That is so Jesus. crazy. I don't have a snooze. So I am a, an avid snoozer bad right mm-hmm. it's a terrible habit i know it's a terrible habit and i just picked up a new habit where i count down like a like a nasa like rocket ship yep. <laughs> so i heard it online heard i heard that, a yeah. woman say it online on a youtube video yeah. and i was on stairmaster and this i heard her say it and i've been doing it every day for like the last couple of weeks no snoozes and i just count down five four three two one literally like Wait, blast that, off is that, and i say the blast alarm off. no myself you just do yourself it's crazy my alarm are you wakes kidding up. when my alarm goes off at whatever time in the morning as soon as it goes off, I look at my phone. I like sigh because I love to snooze. I'm not letting go of the love for snooze. Then I go five, four, three, two, one, and I literally say blast off. And I, and blast I stand off. Up. Here we go. Alex I, is probably like, "What is well, going she's on?" She's she's me. up before you yeah, for sure. She's, crazy. she's, she's Most, my girl. Yeah, she is up. She's she, up. But I literally say, and if I don't stand up, and I have every time, if I don't stand up with the blast off, I failed. I've let down so. That, that's where I'm at. Oh, oh my that's god! You definitely I'm have like all of those alarms that go down your phone. I no, used like to. Oh, I used to be that guy. No, no I I just... deleted all of them. I was like, this is the time. Let's go. And you just run. It goes off. And you just. Oh, run I'm out. immediately. I am like down. And we have two dogs. The one dog is like he's like whacks me in the face. He's like, <laughs> let's go, girl. We up. Like it's the day. The other one's like goes under a little bit further under the blankets to be mm. with John. Mm. <laughs> is John always up after? Right after, yeah, okay. he he probably gets an extra thirty minutes than me. He's like, I he's like, I can't compete. Like, I'm always gonna be number two in this house. <laughs> <laughs> One day he got up before me, and I literally lost it. I was like, What are you doing up? This is my time. Okay. And he's like, Okay, sorry. He's at like, 3 a.m. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Oh, uh, we have like our best conversations at like four a.m. Dude, I can believe that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sharp, clear time, clarity. Yeah. Yeah. Hormones spike in the morning too, right? 
Probably. That's what it is. Probably. We'll Probably sharp. Yeah. Yeah. We're tired by the end of the day. Yeah. Then the day just. So we also on. Have you listened to any episodes? Yeah, at all? a few of them. So we also do a content wreck of the week. Okay. Every episode. What would yours be? It could be a book, show, anything that you've started watching recently that you would recommend that oh like gosh. you've liked a lot. Oh my gosh, I feel pressured. Um, <laughs> Put you on the spot. I know. Oh mm-hmm. my God. I feel like I have so many. Um, okay. <laughs> or we can go with your top two. What have been like your favorite two yeah, recently? Yeah, give us a couple. Um, oh my God. Um, I feel like I'm like, can I look at my what book it's called? Sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I, yeah, no, sorry, I'm reading it. It's amazing. Um, no, I've been reading it. It is so good for communication skills. I'm all about self-help books. Mm. It, kind of hate calling them self-help books because same yeah um but they you know i just like things that are going to inspire me and just make me a better business woman and um and learning how to communicate like we want to hire somebody and i just feel like i need to let go of my power like i can be very um yeah so crucial conversations um it's called um it is by i'm like i I really am just starting and it's amazing. Like, it's just really learning how to talk. Um, so it is by, there's multiple authors, uh, Patterson, Granny, McMillan, and Switzer. So, gotcha. Um, yeah, so it's mm. it's tools for um, talking when stakes are high. So it's just like learning how to <clears throat> talk when it gets uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Um, so, you know, when you're uncomfortable, like, uh, recently we had to raise our prices for private training and you know those things are just uncomfortable to go and ask yeah. um, from people that you've built really good relationships with but you know that you need to do that for you to grow mm-hmm. and um, just like learning how to have those uncomfortable conversations and this really helps you digest that and have more confidence in yourself so I do highly recommend that book for sure that's it. Sometimes you gotta let people know price tag don't went up. That's it. Yeah. Went up. Well, is, wait. Is this the same guy that the the? Because you, I, it's cool to say, right? The, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Is, is this the same guy when we were at Paladar that told you guys take your prices up? Um. No. Oh, he, he okay. doesn't live here. Um. Mm-hmm. So my coach, shout out to Mike Ranfone. Uh. He is a coach in Connecticut. <clears throat> um. He is amazing. He has just taught us just to be very um, assertive and have confidence in this business and um, yeah but I've been told get your prices up we have I have another client that's that's who you uh, are referring to but no he's definitely given us like just major confidence in ourselves Um, especially during this pandemic when you're just like feeling very lost and confused and just like not sure um, because we thought we were so sure and then the pandemic hit and you're like, wow, that, you know, nothing mm-hmm. is a sure thing. So you really always have to be ready to adapt and pivot and uh, be ready to be uncomfortable. That's, yeah. Dave was talking about that last episode. Yes, he was. Gotta put your head down sometimes, be uncomfortable. And just do the work. And just do the work. What's your content record? Love that. I'm going to go with a book also. Okay. Um, kind of right in line with that too. It's called Set for Life by um, Scott Trench. Know Scott Trench? They do not. Uh, the owner of uh, Bigger Pockets, CEO. Oh, he. I yeah. thought. What's I thought? Uh, Brandon, Brandon Turner. He. They all work together in that oh, little okay. like ecosystem. Yep. But yeah, Scott Trench is ahead of it. But basically, what the book book is geared, you know, people like our age, you know, millennials, people who are looking to step out of that normal rat race that we've been taught is the, the norm, right? Like taught to like, okay, this is what you're going to do. You're going to go to school. You're going to go to college. Get your degree find your job, work until you're 65, well, so what, 67 and a half now, mm-hmm. and then retire, right? And then you'll be you'll be good to start enjoying life then. Or hope to retire, Or right? hope to retire, because, yeah. yeah, because I work with people, I've worked with people, sit down with people who are not ready to retire, and they are at that age, mm-hmm. right? So you ask yourself, okay, at what point does that equation go wrong, or is this really what I should buy into? And this book really starts from a practical standpoint, and also just from a conversational standpoint, it, it shows you different, you know, scenarios that people get themselves caught into, different things that people might buy and say like, oh, well, you know, I may need the nicest house or I might need the nicest car. Or I have to have the flashiest things. But then can your lifestyle sustain that? And then if you are just going to a job just so you can buy these things at a certain point, when do you realize that, oh, 
you know, you're buying these things, but you can't do anything with the people that you say you care about or the friend, you know, the friends and family that you want to go and spend time with. So how do you get closer to a point of financial freedom? Right. How do you get closer to a point of not having to be stuck in the day to day monotony of a job that you don't enjoy? I'm not saying that you just leave work and stop working forever. But it's like, look at you, right? You are yeah. working in a field in a, like you own your business. You are doing something on a daily basis that you are excited to get up and do. Totally. She's free, dude. She's Ex- free. Exactly. You Which know, awesome. and I was talking to Ryan about this, um, what, two days ago. Um, you know, we had a phone call and I was just talking about like, dude, when I talk to you sometimes, you can hear the passion in your voice behind what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And when you work with people who don't have that passion, it eats away at you. Totally. And when you have to do that for decades after decades after decades, you become a sad person. You look back on life and it's like, what did I do? Right. What and it may it be for? it may be funny. Yeah. Talking like hearing this from somebody who's like, I'm 27. Right. Yeah. But after a while, you talk to. Yeah. You talk to a lot of people and it's like mm-hmm. after a while, you only got to connect enough dots to see yeah. enough similarities and be like, listen, there's something here in this in this path that you guys are telling me that I also have to follow. That's not working out or it's not the path that I want to follow because that's not the result I want. And we have to do it at this age. I'm 28 years yeah. old and. I am like, I am never working for somebody else, That's like ever. And, and it's not like people haven't been doing this before, right? Like no. people have, you meet those other people too, who are further in life and like, right, they might be in their mid forties, fifties who say like, oh no, I made a decision when I was your age and said, nope, I'm not doing this. And like you no. said, you might find a mentor or a coach or somebody, or you might read a book or something else that says, oh, now you have that light switch, that light bulb effect. And it's like, damn, this is what I need to do. Think yeah. about how many people uh, reference rich dad, poor dad. And it was like, man, that was such a shift in my thinking, you know, because it it had me just looking at things differently. Assets versus liabilities, what this person does versus what this other person does. Right. And you just start living your life in a different way. And obviously, and after a while, like you said, with training, like programming, you start seeing the results. Your composition of life just changes. Totally. You know, but that's my recommendation. Set for life. I love that. Nice, man. Thanks, Bert. Thanks, Bert. Do you want my rec? What you got for us? So mine, mine is not a book. Uh, Mine actually ties in along with the breathing earlier. It is um, the Calm app on the Mm. phone. Oh, great app! Love that. Yes. So I need the Calm app Um, with Amex. If you remember, just like a tip to anyone listening, you get a free year of the premium, Mm -hmm. which is cool. They pay for the entire subscription. Uh, just for being a member. So it is an app that teaches you how to like meditate, can walk you through sleep stories, just has endless like tracks of just sounds. And it's a cool app to just sit down and just breathe. So um, especially someone who needs to focus. There's um, a cool, the, the thing that wrote me in, there's a LeBron series on there about sharpening your mind and like clarity towards being a champion. So that that's what I would recommend listening to because it's like a seven part, five minute series. Yeah. Um, and it's it's just, it helps. I love the app. I love that app. I we use it a lot often yeah. to like guys, go to sleep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, especially yeah. a person whose whose mind it just explodes twenty four seven and is like always all over the place. It's yeah. it's difficult, right, to focus and totally. sit in a chair. Like totally. even even when I'm terrible at meditating, absolutely horrendous. I've never done it right one time. But like you'll <laughs> sit in a chair and just try to focus on your breath. And it is so crazy how your mind just starts to like. Well, I think that's the whole thing about like meditation and being and mindfulness, right? Like we'll talk about this on another episode. But when you really just look at what meditation is, it's I think being able to sit there and acknowledging that you have so many other thoughts that are constantly floating around and control being present and being like, okay, whoa, these thoughts are really coming in, you know, and it's like, how am I going to now take these thoughts, continue to breathe through it and not just try to run away from that? Right. Because that's. That's our regular life, right? Our regular life is running f- and being distracted time after time after time after time. Mm-hmm. So when you sit down, it's like, whoa, I did not know I was thinking about this. I didn't know I was stressing about that. Didn't know I was feeling like that. You like, are in a state of mindfulness that you're is being like, aware of so yourself. aware. So aware. That is number one in anything in life. It's just and being like you said, fully Bert, aware. Anybody who you say who actually sits down and says they do meditation, I don't know anybody who says they're great at meditation. I literally. Most people who say like try to do it say exactly what you do. They'll be like, Man, I'm horrible at it because all these thoughts are coming at me and I don't know how to deal with it. Terrible. But for me it's like <laughs> and you know, I talk to you about that all the time. Like I love that. Like I love sitting back and just being like let me see what's really going on in here. Mm-hmm. It's another reason why I say, like, yo, like, let's start a podcast. Let's see what's going on in other people's mind. Yeah. Let's sit down sure. for an hour once a week and just talk. Yes. And it's working. Let's just see what people are, what, what they got going so on. So good. Yeah. I, I love it. Yeah. You really, you really learn from so many other people. Like, if you actually slow down and pay attention and, yes. and listen. Which is another skill I'm trying to work on. 
is Me listening, too. is sharpening it. Me I mean, you talk a lot. I talk so much. You do. I need to. So, do I. so I've been like actively trying to slow down and not, and like I'm trying to listen before I speak because I can just speak. Mm. All the time. <laughs> I feel like we all have that problem. For sure. That could oh. be a middle child thing. Mm. Oh my God, guys. Mm. That could probably be it. Yeah. You need a... That's that. I don't know what it is, but... You need somebody who somebody, can break down our behaviors. Yeah, somebody like... Come on. Come on and let us know. Yeah, analyze what's wrong. That's it. I have one question before we sign off for Killian. Killian. Ooh. Summer around the corner. Yes. You personal train people one-on-one. Yep. You're a beast. You're known on the main line. You get people cut up. What... Give me just like two quick tips, Albert. Do this, and I will. You will see a result. I know work hard. Obviously, the, all the basics get. Yeah. The, but like, what? Like, you sprint on the treadmill all the time. Yeah. What do you think? What's What's right for the summer? Listen. Add in those quick sprints a- after your training session. I'm all about that. Forget mm-hmm. those long cardio training hours. Okay. All right? So add in quick what? Quick sprints. All right. Okay. Quick sprints on anything. Quick sprints on the sled, on on the tread outside. How whatever many? you got. How many? I don't know. Give me 10. Give 10. me 10 quick sprints. It could be 15 second, 10 sprints, 15 seconds. After a lift. After a lift. Why not? Okay. What else? But be sure you sleep, get your rest, get your water and eat your protein. Yep. Okay, people. Okay. Uh, eat your protein. No one eats enough protein, um, especially my girls out there. So that's super important. So summer bod, sleep, protein, add in sprints at the end. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah, I throw them on the skier. Um, <laughs> and our personal place, get on the, that assault bike. Here we go. Yes. Here we go. You got anything yeah. else to come back? Nah, man. These people better get ready for the summer, you know, because we headed out to Calabasas. Yes. And then from Calabasas to Texas, final stop, Miami. <clears throat> That's Ooh. the first SIP World Tour. Yeah, first SIP World Tour. You want to come? Coming oh soon. Oh, my God. So everybody got to be yes. right. Yes. Everybody got to be go. right. Guys, Let's that's like go. a 2025 plan. So What do you mean 2025? We just want everyone You to mean 20 that. to 25 days. Listen. We start. <clears throat> I'll take you guys to the best gym in Miami. Let's oh, get yeah. it. Yeah. Let's get it. Yeah. Shout out to Anatomy. They're like killer. <laughs> yeah. You see, Bert? We got people everywhere. Oh, yeah. I'll hook you up. I'll set. Listen, it's all about who you know. Yeah. <laughs> Music to my ears. Did y'all hear that? All listen, right. we we off. We were listen, alive. we're off. Listen, while Calabasas they're bonding about this and and blowing smoke. Twenty twenty five, Miami. We're gonna be there. Miami, for we we are. Killian, thank you so much. Thanks for having me, guys. No, thank you so much. And with that being said, as always, enjoy the first sip. Yeah.